Dope. All right. Dope. I think everything is... Dope to dope. Dope. <laughs> dope, dope. Okay, so... Uh, Does Michael still hate I'll dope? I'll, like... Does what? Michael still hate dope? I think he's dealing with it. <laughs> Although I did get him... <laughs> I did get him to um, start saying Hundo P. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we were standing on, like, a train platform like yesterday or the day before or something. And he said something and then said Hundo P. And he's like, I started saying Hundo P. (laughs) And I'm like, that's awesome. Uh, well, get ready, player one. You wake up and you're in your room. You're excited, energized, because today is the day where a wood elf like you has the chance to become an adult in the village of Isahill. Today is the day where you get your own companion like everyone else in the village. What do you do? I'm so freaking excited. I throw my wood elf blanket off and I jump up out of bed. I'm like, ah, yes. And I like, I don't know, I run in the closet and I'm like, oh my God, I need to wear the best thing today, which looks like everything else that I wear every other day because wood elves don't have interesting clothes. And I, <laughs> and I run downstairs and I'm like, okay guys, I'm ready. And I'm like, so excited. I basically just bolt out the door before my parents can even say anything. And I just like run to the forest. Well, right before you get to the forest, you step outside your house and you realize there's a lot of people here and like your village is packed. Uh, You see mostly parents and some kids that are like around your age and you're just baffled of like how many people are actually in this village. And your dad like runs behind you and says, wait, you forgot your breakfast. And he catches up to you. He's all panting because he's out of shape or something. And he gives you, uh, like, your breakfast, which is, like, some weird (laughs) ratatouille stuff. I don't know. Love ratatouille. Um, (laughs) Well, I don't know. Something that's, like, you know, made out of vegetables. That's what I thought would be. Something that was grown from the earth. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, And all that jazz. Uh, So your parents, uh, like, they take you up to the front of the crowd where you see a bunch of kids, like, lining up. Um, do you like go talk to any of them? Do you have like any friends you like super excited to go see and talk to or anything? Um, I'm just pretty excited and ready to just go into the forest. I'm like completely goal oriented. So focused. I'm like, gotta get to the forest. Gotta go find my friend. I'm like, not at all interested in all these other people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you hear the, uh, village elder, uh, walk past you and he gets in front of all like the kids that are lining up and are ready to go and he casts thalmaturgy which is a spell that uh, lets him shout and like everyone can hear him it's kind of like an intercom type of thing and he he shouts okay you all know the rules you must get your animal companion before sundown and i suggest you keep the animals something you can tame if you see a bear and he does not want to be your friend. I suggest don't. 
Remember, you have till sundown to return an animal companion. Doesn't matter what kind. If you fail this test, you have next year to try again. And I do wish you all good luck. On your marks. And you see some kids get really serious. Get set. Go. What do you do? Uh, I go run to the forest. Like, finally. Oh my gosh. I've only been waiting forever for this. Okay. Opportunity uh, to run make to the a perception. Perception check? No. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, let's go with a perception check. See what you find. That's your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom modifier. D20. Yeah, that's the D20. The one that's with, one, uh, right? you know, most sides. Specifically 20. Oh. Well, you don't have to <laughs> count them. Just look for the number these. 20. <laughs> what if there's, <laughs> there's more, more than, than that? 20? More like 22? <laughs> <laughs> this one has oh, a crap, 20. Right. She just held up a D10. <laughs> <laughs> just the one with the the more sides. <laughs> okay, I roll. It's a three. Oh, uh, plus your wisdom modifier and your proficiency bonus. Uh, so it's an okay. Eight. You run headfirst right into the forest. You just shove some kid to the side, and you just go <laughs> ro- right in. And but you're not finding any animals because you rolled an eight for the check um and just none are like showing up and you're still running and you're like looking and looking and looking and running and making all this noise but then you're like you're slowly like starting to slow down and once you stop you you like look around and then you notice all the animals um but you did lose some time with that roll and you find a uh uh well, uh, I guess what kind of animal are you looking for? Uh, I don't have like a specific animal in mind. Um, but I think I would be particularly drawn to like a small rodent type of a creature, especially considering birds like they're high up. Can't really reach them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's just say, like, Aaron, like, tries to get, like, a few birds, but, like, does not work. (laughs) They, like, fly away. Like, jumping, you know. (laughs) Don't come back! I want want to be your friend! But it's just not working. They're not coming down with a darn. They're too flighty. They're just a little too... Yeah, flighty. They're just a little too flighty. (laughs) I like that word. I'm describing birds from now on as flighty. Uh, Make a animal handling check for me, why don't you? Animal handling. So I roll this d20 again? Correct. And you add your wisdom modifier. Are you proficient in animal handling? Yes, sir. I am. All right. Then you add your proficiency bonus to that, too. Mm, it's a two. Oh, my God, Kathy. <laughs> so then I add I add five. It's a seven. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> seven's a lot better than a two. Um, so oh. that should... <laughs> <laughs> Right, because I, I, I add my proficiency bonus, yeah. which is a two, and my wisdom modifier is a three. Yeah, but so I mean, like, five I'm just saying it's just, like, the seven will, okay. like, change your outcome because, you know, it's not a two. Um, you find, like, a, a little chipmunk, uh, like, shoving nuts in his mouth. <gasps> so cute! Oh my gosh, so cute! <laughs> and it's just, like, show puffy cheeks, and you, like, see him, and uh, what do you do? Well, first of all, I almost have a stroke. I'm like, ah, it's 
so cute. I can't handle how cute it is. And then I literally just like bolt to this chipmunk. I'm like, you are gonna love me. <laughs> and I am gonna love you. <laughs> um, all right. So, well, using your check, uh, you bolt to this chipmunk and um, is very startled. It like sees this humanoid figure just wide eyed, staring right at it and just stares back at you. And the moment you take like a leaping lunge forward for a running start um the kip- chipmunk runs up the tree and like it disappears in this uh little tree hole uh do you continue looking for or you look for something else oh i'm infatuated with this okay, chipmunk. Okay. i'm deaf going in that hole <laughs> um so like what are you gonna do to uh uh get in the hole then oh how to get into it yeah yeah what are you gonna do to get it, get the chipmunk of course i'm gonna leap for the hole and try and like dive into it I'm assuming this is like this is like an owl shaped hole. It's not like a like an arm shaped hole. Yeah, it doesn't quite fit your whole body. Like your head can go into it, your arm can go into it, but like your shoulders won't get into it once your head goes past it. Okay, well I definitely stick my head in the hole and I'm like trying to look for this chipmunk. I'm like, where'd he go? You don't see anything. It's pitch black. I, it's, yeah. Well I probably realize that after I stick my head in the tree. What do you do? I don't know, I might be a little nervous to reach my hand in there. Which sounds contradictory to me sticking my head in there real quickly. Yeah, no, I stick my head in there and I like can't see anything. But then when I come out, I'm like, oh, it's like a dark hole in a tree. I don't think I want to stick my hand in there. So then I'm like, mm, no. So you're going to look for a different animal now? Yeah, I probably spend another minute or something kind of looking at the tree looking up in the branches and stuff but then eventually i'm just kind of like ah, rats and i move on okay you find rats <laughs> <laughs> three uh three blind mice show up <laughs> <laughs> well those aren't even rats those are mice they're different fair um but make another perception check see if you can find another animal what can I perceive? It's 12. And I do what with that number? Add your wisdom modifier and proficiency bonus. Uh, so 17. Okay, that's that's a lot better than the two. Uh, you see a, a like a good-looking squirrel, and he's not even like far away. He's like maybe like five feet away from you. Uh, he's like on a log. He has a nut in his hand, and he like throws in the hole in this log that he's on. Um, the log also has like two openings from both sides. You want to make another animal handling check then? Oh my gosh, it's a four. Oh my gosh, five, so nine. Okay. Um, well, you, you, you're a bit better this time. You don't have a stroke when you <laughs> see this animal. <laughs> I've learned. <laughs> you, you contain the excitement and you crawl over to the squirrel and you kind of like reach for it. But the squirrel's just too fast, and it jumps over your hand, and it goes into the uh, the hole where it threw the nuts in. And uh, what do you do? Um, I probably like try to peer inside, like with my eye, and kind of like look and see if I can see it. Okay, well, you can actually see a little bit better in this log than the mm. the tree you were in before, uh, because of the two little openings. A little more light comes in, and you see like a few mm-hmm. leaves, um, a few yeah, some nuts in there that's been storing up, and you uh, you hear like this little noise 
from the squirrel. It's like making this little chipping mm-hmm. noise or like a little uh, noise, whatever squirrels make. Well, now I'm concerned for this squirrel because like it's making these noises and like those noises make me realize like, oh, this poor little thing's afraid of me. I'm scaring it. I don't want that because I like animals. I don't want to scare them. So I'm like, mm, okay, uh, sorry, squirrel. And I kind of like back up and no. I'm like, all right, well, I guess maybe I should try differently in no. finding my animal friend. Okay, make a dexterity check for me real quick. Three, what is with these numbers? <laughs> Are you proficient in dexterity? No! Oh, no, no, what's your modifier for dexterity? Um, My normal number is 14, and then I have plus two. So you add two to that number. So five. Yeah, five. Uh, You fall. I fall? From the, yeah, you fall. <laughs> I was like, fall from where? I'm on the ground already. <laughs> well, well, you're backed up from the okay. where the log is. Okay. And... I, okay, I trip and fall. I thought yeah. just like I'm standing and then all of a sudden I'm <laughs> falling. <laughs> okay. You notice uh, this orb that you just tripped on. It's not really not really an orb. It's, it's just very spherical. It's very mossy, um, covered in some leaves, but it's like down in the dirt. Um it feels very unnatural how this thing is in the forest because it's fairly round. It's more round than it should be. Um, it has like a few different like uh, it looks like it has like different veins of like type of rocks around it, um, different shades of like gray and such. But you're like kind of drawn to this object. Do you go for it? Oh my gosh, this rock is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this rock. I'm immediately infatuated, more so than with the chipmunk. I'm like, my gosh, this, this, this rock. This is it. This is my new friend. This is it. I like, and I lunge for the rock. And I lunge for the rock and I like wrap my arms like around and I'm like on the ground hugging this rock. My head like nestled next to it, and I'm like, yes, I found it. Um, so make a strength, make a strength check if you can like pull it out. Mm. Three. I think this die hates me. Am I am I supposed <laughs> uh, to like add something to this three? Yeah, your strength modifier, which is on the top strength. of the list. Strength mm, minus one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, well, um, that made it worse. I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> you try to get the rock out, and it's just not working. It's not budging. You dig around it, and it gets a little easier, and eventually you do get it out. But with your roll, it took the rest of the time to get this rock out. Um, and you're holding this rock, and it's gross, mossy, dirty rock. Um, something strange happens. As you hold this rock... It feels like everything just went silent for a second. And then the wind started to pick up. And the trees and the grass around you slowly started to grow a bit more. You didn't notice it, but flowers around you also started to bloom. And animals, they stopped making noises. They instead just took the time to look at you. Because all of a sudden, you're connected 
to the forest. You're connected to the world and Mother Nature itself. Nah, I don't care. So then I just grab my rock and I'm like running out of the forest because I'm from I'm late. So, <laughs> so I'm running out of the forest. So I grab my rock and I like run home then. Okay, so you enter the village and everyone's already there. Everyone you saw there was already a starting line with their animals. Uh, one person had a chipmunk. Another person had some crazy bird you've never seen before. No, that um, cool. Another person had a, a small little, little raccoon. Um, and you see your parents, and they're looking right at you. And, and so, uh, as soon as I see my parents, I'm like, ah, yeah, I found them. So I run over to my parents. I was like, I did it, I did it, I did it, I did it. I found my companion, and I showed them my rock. Uh, you show them the rock, and they look at you confused. They they ask of like, oh, where's your companion? Is he like in your pocket or something? <laughs> I was like, no, this is it. This is it. This is my rock. Why 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 did you pick up this rock? It's a it's a it's a rock. <laughs> it's like no 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 no. This is my companion. It's special. It's special, and I love it. And I don't care if you love it because I love it, and it loves me, and we love each other, and I love it, and it's gonna be mine forever. And I'm just like obsessed. I'm like hugging it. I'm rocking it. I'm like cuddling it. And then like I hold it in front of me and I'm holding it in front of me and I just like stare at it with these big like imagine like big sparkly anime eyes. Those are my eyes looking at this rock. I'm like enthralled. <laughs> like this this gross, <laughs> mossy, filthy looking rock. Yes. And I'm and now I'm like I'm so enthralled. I'm like not even listening to my parents, not even noticing anybody or anything around me. I'm just like, yes. My rock. <laughs> As you're like rocking this rock and it kind of reacts again, but not as intense as it did before. But like the wind does pick up a little more and everyone stops and notices you and the whole crowd just stares at you and kind of like makes room for you. And so like it makes like this donut around you and you're in the center and your parents are also next to you. And the elder uh, gets out of the uh, group of people, and he goes whispers to your parents. And the elder grabs your hand and holds it up, and he yells, We have another one who passed the test! Oh. And everyone, like, claps their hand and applauds, and like, hey, congratulations! And I, I like, really don't care what's going on, because I'm just still obsessed with my rock. <laughs> I'm like, sure, just like, I gotta, gotta keep holding my rock. Your parents, they... they they finish talking to the elder, and they're like, "Hey, uh, it seems like the elder wants to talk to you about your rock. Uh, he seems special in some sort of way." Why does the way. rock all of a sudden have a gender? Fine, fine. It. <laughs> like, Sorry, so, it, yeah, it's, it's a rock. A rock. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the your parents are. They tell you that they're going to head on back home, but uh, you're going to go with the elder. And he's going to tell you a few special things about your companion. The elder then asks, where did you find this rock? I was like, the forest. Uh, well, I guess I uh, ran into that one, I guess. Um, <laughs> come with me. I have things to show you and things to tell you. Uh, very important about your, your, your rock. Your companion, I mean, specifically. Do you follow him? Um, hmm. I think I like 
don't right away and I'm just like standing there just holding my rock and like I kind of watch him kind of like walking away slowly because he's an old man yeah he, he is old he's like hundreds of year old, years old and old elf uh, he walks slowly he noticed you're not following he's like come on come on and like you're not you're not like gonna take my rock away are you no oh no I I just hope you know how special your your companion is um because I believe he is very important that you know what he can, it sorry <laughs> it <laughs> what's with everybody giving this rock genders gosh <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. So I follow him. He takes you to like the center of town where there's this large building. Um, All these buildings are made out of wood and this one is too, but it's like made out of a different wood. This one is like, has more marbling look, marble look to it. Um, And as you and the elder walk in, uh, you see like what you can assume to be like the elder's desk. It's fairly clean. You can tell that there's not much on it. There's a few things, but it's fairly clean. You see a few other things around. Uh, like you, you notice uh, he has a few like pinned butterflies on the wall. Um, he has a few other pictures. Like there's just one in the far back where there's a large tree and a few people standing around it. He has a, f- a bookshelf filled with books, and but it's like still kind of messy and like unorganized here um and he walks over to his desk and he pulls over a chair in front of it he's like come sit we have a lot to talk about do you what do you do i'm distracted by a lizard on the wall (laughs) uh he grabs the gecko and he chucks the gecko out and he chucks it so far that you can't see it anymore and he goes back to his desk and he's like come on sit down we we need to talk Okay. okay fine i sit I'm like so over this old guy already. He is very patient with you. <laughs> um, the elder then asks, "Did it, uh, anything feel different when you grabbed it?" Uh, not really. I don't think so. I was just like so excited. The elder gets up and he walks uh, to. There's a door in the back, and he walks to there, and he comes back with this potted plant. And it has a little, uh, a little green sprout, uh, very small. And he puts it in front of you. He's like, "I've been trying to grow this flower for many years, and it just hasn't bloomed since." And I, I was wondering, maybe, maybe you could like talk to it or something to see if it'll grow if you do anything. <laughs> so that's confusing. Uh, I don't really know how to react to that because you can't tell a plant to grow. So well, you can't have a rock as a companion. And watch me, watch me, <laughs> boy. This rock is my best friend. <laughs> okay, so uh, I take my rock, I put it in my lap. I'm like. Okay, so I like reach, I grab the pot and I like stare at it and I'm looking at it like almost cross-eyed real intent and I'm like, uh, like trying to make it grow. I'm just like staring at it. And it does grow. This little green sprout, it, it's as if 
time fast forward for the plant, but that's not what happened. It just decided to grow. And this little sprout like starts getting taller and uh, more leaves are starting to come out and a bud forms from the plant and then a flower blooms and it's this red and white and pink flower and it's beautiful. And the elder grabs the potted plant and he puts it on a shelf right behind his desk and he says, that is a very special flower. It does not bloom for anyone or anything, but only if a druid is in the presence of the plant. And you are a druid, and you have awakened your powers somehow through this new companion that you have. Uh, okay. That's cool. Sounds very useful for my life, to make flowers bloom. But you can do more than just bloom flowers. Uh, then the elder gets up and he walks to this far wall uh, where this painting was with the tall tree and the, like the stick figures around it. And he he says, Druids date far back. And it was actually a few Druids that started this village, that started this ritual, that you must have an animal companion to be known as a... Uh, Sorry. What'd you get? Oh, uh, I picked it up before I looked at it. Should I roll it again on purpose? I mean, yeah, you, you gotta roll it now. Oh, okay. What'd you get? It's a freaking four. Uh, Era dies. <laughs> um, yeah, it, uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, Dungeons and Doves. It was great. Uh, this is this intro to Era and unfortunately the ending. Uh, <laughs> the, the painting catches on fire. It kills everyone in the building. The end. Anyways, um, the elder continues on to tell you about the druid story on how this village was built and the ritual. We've heard of this uh, stone before from legends, but it's been so long since these legends have been told. For I do not know what this stone is capable of. But you have found the stone, and perhaps it is your duty now to find out more about it i believe that is your new destiny and you have grown old enough to leave the village for this quest what's also surprising about the stone is it seems to have awakened your druidic powers deep within sweet and, like, the Elder keeps telling you about more things. Not necessarily important things, just more about the Druids and, like, old stories. And it's it's boring. It's very boring. I'm looking at birds outside. I, like, found <laughs> another gecko. I'm, like, Hundo P zoned out. Hundo <laughs> P. And the Elder is being very patient with you. Uh, at some points, he's just like, okay, fine. And he he eventually gets back on track where it's back to the important part. And he tells you um, that your next thing that you must do is to go to the next town over. Uh, perhaps maybe they might know something about the stone. And that the elder has heard rumors that a mystical being lives near that town. Sure. Yep, gotta go to this 
town with my rock. Yeah, basically. Um, and your parents eventually come over to pick you up and to be updated about what's going on. And um, you get ready for to go to bed. And your parents are like packing a few things as you go to bed. And you wake up to the next day. <laughs> I grab my stuff and I'm like, all right, peace, fam. Headed out. Going with my rock. Gonna do this thing. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do you pack uh, before you leave? Like, do you have any trinkets or anything special? My rock, man. Just your rock? I don't... <laughs> You're just gonna grab your rock and get out? Not Nothing on you? Not No weapons? No nothing? You're just gonna walk out? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the heck old druid elf wood thing needs <laughs> to pack. I think this is maybe a bad time to admit that I'm not very creative. <laughs> I mean, now you tell me after we decide to do I this. Have a very good imagination. <laughs> Your dad, he uh, gives you like a little scimitar uh, and a shield. And he says, this is a blade that I had when I was younger. Sweet! I grab it out of his hands, and I'm like, yes! He gets very <laughs> nervous when, after you yank that out of uh, this sharpened blade right out of his hand. And he's like, just, I, you've been trained by the blade, but please be careful. I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally, I got this, I got this, I got this, it's all good. I've already, like, got a sheath, because, you know, everybody has sheaths. I put it, yeah, I put it on my waist, I'm like, all right, thanks, Dad! Your mom then uh, also decides to pack a few things, like your your rations. Um, she's like, oh, you like granola? And you're like, yeah, 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 I like granola. And then she's like packing 20 bags of granola. Are you basing this mother off of our mother? <laughs> yeah, just, just a tad bit. You grab all your stuff. You grab your scimitar. You grab your shield. Uh, you grab some armor and your rations. And then you're off. The only direction you know is Westies. West East. I must go West East. <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> Southwest, I, I mean. I stand still. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, walk out of town and you stand right in front of it. Stay in place. You're just right there all day. And you're like, I'm on an adventure. <laughs> I'm like, going. I'm going West East, guys. I'm going West East. <laughs> you're going far. Uh, no, you go Southwest. South by Southwest? Just kidding. Bad joke. It was a bad joke. <laughs> Going southwest. East? I thought you said weast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you, you yeah, you go southwest. Okay. Um, and you just head in that okay, direction. Okay, cool. Hello. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I'm Spencer Dove, the Dungeon Master for this here D&D podcast, but for now, I'm the voice in your head. I just want to introduce this part of the podcast as the interlude or the little break from the action. Typically, I would announce updates or answer questions in this section. I also might be doing some shoutouts. Speaking of shoutouts, though, shout out to Toby Fox for letting us use his music for the interlude. Also, shout out to Big Giant Circles for letting us use his music for the intro and the outro of this podcast. They both have even more excellent music that you can listen to on their Bandcamp right this very moment. Their links will be in the description. This is our first time doing a podcast, so please be patient with us. 
We are all self-taught on this subject, and we've only learned from the glorious internet. I'm also self-taught on using it Audacity, so any tips or tricks on how to use it or even edit better, please let me know. I also want to apologize for the weird high-pitched noise in the background. I don't know how or why my microphone picked this up, but it's not doing it anymore, so that's weird. If there's something else we messed, messed up via the Dungeons & Dragons rules, please let us know about that too. While editing, I already noticed that we messed up on the damage modifier. It's the damage die plus your strength or dexterity if it's a finesse weapon, not plus your proficiency bonus. You can contact us or ask questions through our Twitter at Dungeon Doves. That's where I'll also be putting most of our updates for the podcast. So you should just go and follow us anyways on that platform. Come on. I know you want to. You can also ask us questions via the Twitter or even shout us out to your friends who might even like this podcast. Don't want to use Twitter? That's fine. If you use iTunes, please leave a review. It would mean a lot to us if you do. And if you shout us out or leave a review that I like, I might choose your name or a name that you choose to be used in the podcast, NPC, town, whatever. Even if I don't choose your name, I still might shout your name out on this little interlude part. Before we start back up, though, I want to explain what's going on right now. Why is there only one person here? Each person will have their own backstory episode where it will be only the character and the dungeon master. There's a total of four characters, so that's four backstories you're going to be listening to. You're currently listening to Era's backstory, The Wood Elf Druid, being played by my eldest sister, Catherine Dove Schoen. After one backstory episode for each character, we'll do then a group session and play D&D traditionally. Kinda. I'll be putting in my own rules here and there. That about wraps it up, so one last time, follow us on Twitter or leave us a review on iTunes, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Describe your character for me real quick. Yeah, so she's a wood elf. She is um, a petite wood elf, so like smaller than average. And she's got like blonde hair, but not like yellow Goldilocks blonde, like light blonde, but not platinum blonde. (laughs) And... um, I don't know. I think she would wear it mostly down, maybe like half back or something, like enough to be out of the way, but she still likes it to be flowy. And I think that's it. Oh, yeah. And I'm a druid and I'm a wood elf and I wear boring brown dirt colored clothes. Like a potato sack. Your whole village <laughs> wore potato sacks. And I did not have this in my mind. But now that I see your whole village wearing potato sacks makes it a whole lot better. (laughs) I mean, not literally potato sacks, but like brown cloth, not anything really fancy, you know, because they're of the earth. They're, you know, something that would, would work well with that whole aesthetic and potato sack came to mind not literal potato sack just you know like a concept it's canon literal potato potato sacks now (laughs) we all wear potato sacks (laughs) i said it it's potato sacks so it's now that no uh last time we left off is you'll be going southeast 
uh, to find the next village over to find out more about your rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's right. Dwayne <laughs> the Rock, my rock. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock, my rock, <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> So my goal is to my goal is to go to a specific town. Yeah, uh, okay. the elder told you you needed to go to this town. Uh, perhaps they might know something of the rock. There is a mystical being nearby that town. Um, they know not much of this being, but perhaps this mystical being can know more about the rock and tell you about it. Okay, so I'm going to this town to ask some people about this mythical being that's supposed to be around there. Yeah, somewhere. Basically. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. So I'm assuming I've got like some kind of a map. Did they give me a map or am I just like Yeah, uh, the uh, the village elder gave you a map. So you just go southeast. Yeah, um, probably would look for a road. Might become distracted upon seeing cool things along the side of the road <laughs> that are nature related. Yeah, there's, but... there's, a, there's a road going southeast. Um, cool. Just a good old dirt path. Ain't nothing special, not paved in brick or anything like that. It's just dirt. All right. Cool, 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 cool. So, oh, here's a question. So, like, this happened at the end of the day. Am I, like, staying at home, like, one more night and then leaving in the morning? Or am I oh, leaving, no, no. like, at night? Oh, no, this is the morning. Uh, after okay, the festival, you went through all the training of druid stuff with the elder, and then your parents took you home, you went to bed, you woke up, and then you got ready and you left. Great. All right. So then I'm going to hip-hop skip on over southeast and uh, more or less beeline it to this town. You notice something that looks weird. It's like this gelatinous ball. Uh just the side, uh, side of a road, and it has a weird glow to it. So like a Stardew Valley slime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit like that, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, it seems that this has been planted intentionally to catch my attention, so consider it caught. And I'm also assuming it's, like, daylight. Yeah, yeah, so it's I, broad daylight. I'm not, like, scared or something. So, yeah, sure, I, like, kind of go to the edge of the path and kind of like peer over and look at it can i like get a closer look at it so you get closer to this thing and it has this weird matter like swirling inside of it it's not like a an object that's inside but just things in general and it's giving off more of a glow and it looks like it rotated a bit as if it turned to look at you but there's no eyes or anything this is really creepy, and my gut is telling me to get out of here, so I'm going to poke it with a stick and then probably run away. Uh, well, unfortunately, <laughs> when you poke it with a stick, the tip of the stick catches on fire, and now we roll for initiative. What? <laughs> We're in combat now. <laughs> what? 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 Kind of, what? I only poked it. it well, oh it noticed you. That's just not... It's whether you poked it or not, it was going to try to attack you, I thought, more or less. It's a six. (laughs) And it rolled a 14. Hmm, good. So that means it goes first. So that's the turn order. First slime, then you, then slime, then you. (sighs) Okay. So slime's going to just jump at your face. No! It's going to roll a d20 to hit. Uh, 
three plus two, five. Does five hit your armor class? Um, you need to know my armor class? Uh, I'm a 13. I mean, that's just something I, I'll ask every time. Like, does this number hit you or not? So it's below 13, so no. It's turn's Yay. over. Now it's your turn. Great. So excited. I love fighting things. <laughs> <laughs> you played Smash Bros. I mean, only at parties. So I rolled a two. My proficiency bonus is two, and my dexterity bonus is two. So I have six. Yep. And that does not hit it. Ah. So the slime is just like jiggling about. It's gonna jump to you again. It rolled a two, plus two, four. It's not gonna do anything. Yay! Great. How long does this go on for? Till one of you die, or something else. Whatever yeah, okay. happens. Okay, so then I guess I'm gonna try slashing with my scimitar again. I get a one plus a two and a two, so I get. A five. Uh, it doesn't matter if you roll a one. If you roll a one, you add no bonuses, and it's just a one. Oh. It's called a critical fail. Oh. You're gonna smack this uh this slime with your scimitar, and you just absolutely whiff it. You're not even like a foot close. You like forgot your glasses or something. I don't know. You're just not even close. <laughs> and the slime just, as if it had a face, looks at you very confused. What what were you aiming at? And it jumps to you again. Uh, a nine. Does that hit your armor class? No. Dang. Your roll again. Mm, druid craft. What does that do? I think you basically become the weatherman. <laughs> uh, druid craft. You create a harmless sensory effect that protects the weather. <laughs> <laughs> the next yep. 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, you can make a flower blossom, a seed pod open, a leaf bud bloom. Hold you on. Can create so, a harmless. I mean, I'm reading it, but um, it says you instantly light or snuff out a candle a torch or a small campfire you said that this is a fire slime can i distinguish it with my druid craft uh i mean you could certainly try let's give it a whirl i'm obviously very lucky today so but roll a d20 for me (laughs) it's a five okay um do i add anything to that you could, uh, your spell modifier. This is the longest slime battle to ever have happened. You're both missing every shot. <laughs> uh, I've got spell save DC, spell attack bonus. Yes, proficiency bonus plus wisdom modifier. It's five, so that means I have ten. Yeah, it still doesn't work, though. Because, um, like, it's not a small flame. This is, it's... It's a decent size of a flame. Um, you see it like kind of shimmer and the edges go black, but then it just relits itself. And it jumps to you again. Does a 12 hit your armor class? No, I'm invincible. The invincible timid <laughs> wood elf. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I guess I'll just try slashing it again. Being creative takes too long. Um, slash at my sem- with my scimitar. I get another freaking five. Uh, and then I add four. So it's it's a nine. It hits. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that Woo. hits. <laughs> um, roll for damage. So 
does that mean I roll the d20 or I roll the d6 for my scimitar? The d6. What one does that look like? Uh, it looks like a pyramid, a double-sided, like, uh, a diamond. There we go. That's what it's called. Not a, a double-sided pyramid. Oh, oh, it's like a prism. Okay, okay. It's a seven. How'd you roll a seven? I, have a D6. <laughs> I picked the one that looked like a... <laughs> The other prism. Okay. Uh... <laughs> so, like... I rolled a D6. I got a seven. <laughs> diamond <laughs> so yeah it, and all of them look like diamonds if you ask me no if if my camera was working i would show you the one that actually looks like a diamond okay you rolled the d8 i bet maybe okay so pyramid is what we're actually yeah. rolling okay rolling the d6 it's a four was that the d4 no i don't think so hold on count the sides how, how many numbers are on it? Okay. It doesn't go before. <laughs> 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 Am I just rolling a regular die? The regular one? Yes. Oh, what my God. I just realized that? that. God, I'm dumb. Why the hell have you been telling me freaking pyramids and diamonds? Why don't you just tell me the regular oh die? All right, <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, I definitely uh, done goofed and... <laughs> Wow, okay, yeah, it's the normal square die, the D6, the one I'm, die that you use in I'm every board using, game. I'm using all my good die luck on these wrong dice. Alright, D6, here we go. Uh, for real. It's a freaking one. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. Um, I think you also add your preferred efficiency bonus to that damage okay it means it's a three okay uh yeah this slime is still kicking and it's gonna try to kick you with the non-existent legs it has and maybe it should have decided to jump at you instead of kick you with the non-existent legs it has because it missed <laughs> great so i'm gonna try the scimitar thing again i got a five this die is a piece of crap i swear i'm using the d20 but that's a five plus four, though, right? Yeah, so nine. nine. It hits. Yay, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yay, now I get to roll the regular die. Yep. It's a six. All right, uh, plus your proficiency, eight. Yeah. You uh, you slice this slime, and it Woo! starts to grow kind of brightly. Make a dexterity check for me. Uh... You roll a d20, add your dexterity bonus. Right. I would say I swear I'll get the hang of what all these things are called eventually, but I don't think I could make that promise. It's a four. What do I add? Uh, dexterity. Dexterity. It's a two. It's a plus two. Yeah. So Why six. Just tell me. Because <laughs> you need to know this, not me. But for some reason, I know this. Um. You fail the dexterity save, so you take 1d6 of fire damage. What? Yeah, when you killed the slime, it the energy inside of it exploded, and you got caught in it. You didn't tell me this was Zelda. 
Uh, that's because it's not. I had this idea before <laughs> Breath of the Wild came out, but it's been a long time since I DM'd, and then Breath of the Wild came out, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> okay, great. Now I'm on fire. Uh, you're not on fire. You just take some damage. You're taking one damage. Woo! I'm glad the slime also has bad roll luck. Okay, so it dead. I'm burned. You're like... You have, like, a nice tan. You're not even burned. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, like, one damage. Oh, well. Okay. Congratulations. You just stubbed your toe on the chair. All right. So now I guess that's done. So. Yeah. Uh, so now There's you nothing just... to loot from the non-existent body because it's not there. It's a burnt spot where it was. Okay. So then uh, I'm pretty upset by that and how long it took. Uh, and I'm going to walk faster now (laughs) (laughs) um so you're actually just speed walking yes i'm speed walking and maybe if i notice a nice berry bush i grab some because i need a treat after having gotten brant uh if you want to look for a berry bush you're gonna have to make a survival check actually survival sure why not let's roll with it what do i what do i what do i roll for that what do i do uh, roll a d20 for survival, and then if you're proficient in it, add your plus two. All right, never mind. You just passed the uh, survival check, and you find uh, a blueberry bush, or at least what you Yum. think is blueberries. Ah. You're not sure, but they look like blueberries. Yeah, they're fine. They're just blueberries. Great. Well, I eat a whole bunch, and then um, I continue walking fast. Yeah, yeah, you eat those blueberries. You're feeling nice and full. Uh, it doesn't heal you because they're blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still But upset. those antioxidants, man, mm, antioxidants, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, you see in front of you two more slimes. No, come on. I'm just trying to get to town. Ugh. They come from the bushes from the side, and they're not in front of you this time, but they come from the side until they are in front of you, and... But they're different colors. They're not red anymore. There's this black one. Uh, black one. Yeah. And then there's this black one, and then there's this blue one. From the left side is where the black one came in from. And you look behind where it came from, and it looked like everything it walked beside is now starting to rot and die. <gasps> oh, that's terrible. And the blue one's just leaving an icy trail skating along. What? Roll for initiative. What? Thirteen. Um. So you go first. Wahoo! <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm trying to read like my spells and stuff because I've got animal friendship, cure wounds, speak with animals, and thunder wave that are prepared. Thunder wave's an attacking thing. It hits multiple mm. targets. Mm. All right, maybe I do that. Wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. Oh, on a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage. So I roll that twice. Correct. I get three. And an eight. So that's 11 damage. The ice slime's going to make a constitution save. It saves. Uh, wait, it. what's the number they're trying to beat? Oh, spell save DC? Yeah. 13. Okay, yeah. Ice slime saves. Uh, necrotic slime's now going to do it. Uh, it does not make it. Black Slime takes how much damage? 11. 11 damage. 
Oh, it died. Woo! And then the other, the blue slime takes half that, branding Five down, and a I half? <laughs> I think it's just five. Okay. So it takes five damage, and it's it's still kicking. So then now that I've used that, what happens to it? Do I have to unprepare it? No, it's still with you. So I could do it again? If you want to, when it's your turn, if you have enough spell slots. <laughs> you have two spell slots, but you used one, so you have one more spell slot. Okay. This <laughs> is not easy. <laughs> uh, Ice Slime is not happy about whatever you did to it, so it's, uh, it's going to skate on right on to you. Um, it does not hit. I'm, I'm guessing seven doesn't hit your armor class. Correct. Yeah, all right, then it's your turn again. Great. So um, I guess I'll try and use a scimitar again. Is this thing going to explode if I hit it like it did the fire? Oh, yeah, you killed the black slime. And what it does, um, well, you're nowhere near it, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, the black slime, it died, but, like, you're too far from it. It didn't do anything to you. Um, it did leave, however, you're on the dirt road. Never mind. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll try my scimitar. All right, that's a d20. Got a freaking one. Uh, yeah, you, you, d- you didn't do it. You just didn't. Uh, <laughs> and you just slipped and fell on the ice, and you are now prone. Wow. I'm so good at this. Uh, does a 12 hit your armor class? Gosh darn it. Nope. Gosh. All right, it's your <laughs> turn again. <laughs> Nothing bad can happen to me. Oh, yeah, I'm using my scimitar again. I got a six. Oh, wait, don't I add stuff to that? And yeah, stuff? dexterity plus proficiency, so you add four to it. You got a 10. Yay. Which hits it. Roll your damage. Uh, the, the D6? Yes. Yep. The, the normal square die. It's a six! And don't I add something to that too? So eight damage. Yay. This thing is still alive, but it looked blo- it looks bloody. Bloody means it's below half health. And let me tell you, it's very bloodied. Even though it has no blood, it's very watery. <laughs> Alright, well I guess I'm gonna Oh wait, it's it's Yeah, turn. it's its turn. And um actually it doesn't get to take its turn because you hear a scream. <laughs> a deep monstrous scream almost (gasps) and this line was about to attack you but it's like what the heck is that and out of the bushes is this big burly humanoid figure and with a two-handed axe it halves the slime and the slime immediately explodes and the floor is now ice Ah! do a dexterity save dexterity save 18 yeah, you saved. Um, however, the humanoid figure also saves. Wow, that's a 19. Um, so yeah, he saves too. You won the battle! <laughs> you did it! Alright, well, I'm, I guess I'm pretty surprised by that. Wasn't, wasn't uh, expecting that at all. Probably gonna be like, yo, so, uh, thanks? He opens his eyes. Um, you're looking. You're like looking over him, or are you like away saying things? Uh, I'm 
very apprehensive about this mysterious thing, person, thing. So I'm definitely not getting closer to it. All right. He, like, slowly gets up, and he looks to you, and you can get a good look of him. His skin is kind of green-brown. He has a weird mohawk going on. Like, it's a mohawk that then turns into a ponytail. And then he has these teeth that his, like, two canines on his uh, top row are showing over his lip. And he's a half-orc human. He's wearing potato sacky clothes. Nothing special. (laughs) (laughs) Potato sacks! I feel right at home. And he has a large scar on his right shoulder. Um, Definitely looks like it has been recent-ish. And he looks to you. And then he points to you, and he says, Who are you? Ah! Um, uh, name's Era. Came from the village literally right behind me, because I don't think I've gone very far. <laughs> and, uh, just trying to get over to this town, and these stupid slimes are freaking everywhere! Uh, the half-orc tries to get up. But he can't. Uh, he almost looks like he's like never walked or seen ice before. And he's just getting <laughs> mad every time he's falling down. He's just getting madder and madder when he falls down. And eventually he just like stays on the ground and like crawls where there's no more ice. And then stays sitting. Um, is it cool if I still have blueberries in my pocket? Or yeah, sure. Did I need you probably to... saved some blueberries. Okay. Cool. So I offer him some blueberries. And Do you I'm like, like chuck at him? Or... No, I, I walk over to him and I'm like, uh, hey, thanks. And I like hand him some blueberries. He takes the blueberries and he like sniffs at them and he eats them. He points to his chest and says, Oak. Hmm. His name's Oak. Cool. Uh, I ask if he wants to be my friend. <laughs> he, he tilts his head to the right. And uh, as he like, kind of didn't know what you're saying. Uh, I extend my hand and I ask him, do you want to come with me? Uh, because I'm like, this dude's pretty cool with these slime problems that I keep having. Uh, he'd be a nice escort. Yeah, uh, uh, he grabs your hand and he gets up and he seems pretty chill about following you. Cool. He points to you and he says, you... You friend. Yay! Oak, thanks. Yay! I made a friend! And so this half-orc human, um, he seems very docile. He's not aggressive in any way. He's, like, loving nature. He's, like, looking around. Very distractive, also. You guys are, like, what a couple of cards you guys are, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like there's a bird noise and oak just looks at it and then you're like running up the tree you're like bird come back <laughs> uh do you want to talk to oak at all um hmm sure um why did you come and destroy that slime for me uh i don't know i it almost his language changed for some reason um, like, it's now more fluent and not as choppy. I don't know. I I saw them earlier with a different man, and they burned the forest. Mm. I don't 
I guess I... I knew they were bad. You're... You good, right? Yes! No, I'm good. I love the forest, and I was very sad to see the black slime hurting the forest. That you just one-shot it miraculously. <laughs> That's right. It's like, hey, how you doing? And then dies. <laughs> <laughs> He points to your your rock, and he said, "Why, why you have a rock?" Well, this is my other friend. Uh, this is my this is my companion. Did I name this rock? I don't remember. Uh, you you haven't named it, but you could. Mm. You can name it Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna name it Dwayne. <laughs> the rock. It's the rock. Um, I think it does need a name because. It's easier to refer to it if it has a name. So this is insert name to be thought of later here. And they're my traveling companion. They're supposed to accompany me on all of my journeys. And I am on a mission to find out more about them, which is why I'm on this road trying to get to the next town. Uh, Oak looks at you, again, confused, points to Rock. Friend? Yes, this is my friend. He holds his hands out, wondering if he could hold it. Oh, I'm apprehensive. But I think I trust him. So I very gingerly and skeptically slowly begin to hand him the rock. How heavy is this rock? Uh, I don't know, like a bowling ball? Okay. Like rock weight. <laughs> I feel like you would definitely be tired carrying this bowling ball everywhere. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it's like a child's bowling ball. Let's say it's like a six-pound bowling ball, not like a, a 12 or 15-pounder. Still, carrying um, six pounds in your arms for like a day. Yeah, yeah, kind of a lot, actually. Mm. Anyway, yeah, but while I'm slowly hand, handing it to him, I say, please be careful. And I hand him my rock. Um. Yeah, he... he holds it in a single hand and he's lifting it with like no problem he's kind of like rubbing it looking at it did you like clean this rock at all or is it still like mossy dirty and gross no it's still covered in moss yeah okay <laughs> yeah he's, he's still like rubbing it looking at it uh, hello <laughs> rock are you my friend and there's just a silence <laughs> and he gives the rock back to you that's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> the interaction right there. <laughs> That's if, like, Oak just realized how crazy he sounds talking to a rock. <laughs> well, I take my rock back and I said, great, now you're friends too. He, he nods. He has, like, a little smile growing on him. And next thing you know it, you're out of the woods. All right. And in front of you are these long plains you you see the village sweet all right well upon seeing the village i'm very very excited and i start to jump up and down and i say look oak we've made it we're finally here oh my gosh i just realized i never like asked where he wanted to go <laughs> and you can still ask him there's still like a lot of planes to walk through <laughs> that's true so wait so like we're not like close close we're like no it's it, it it's like over the horizon maybe like another five miles oh okay well then i amend my previous statement and say we 
are almost there or getting closer or something like that, then um, I will say to him, thank you so much for walking with me. Where are you intended to go? Or like, I don't know where are you headed or. Um, um, what am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know. I, uh, uh, he's like thinking really hard, but he can't think of anything. I'm lost. I need, I need, uh, to find some thing, I think. Uh, he's like holding his head and he's trying to think as hard as he can, but nothing's coming through. Well, upon hearing that, I replied to him, um, you're welcome to come and hang out with me if you want. Otherwise, I mean, if you think you should stay here and try to remember what you're looking for, that's fine too. I'm going to stay here. I uh, need to find out what I'm going to do. The townspeople also don't like me in general. I am a monster, they say. Oh, well, that's not very nice. Well, I don't think you're a monster, and I'm glad that I met you. And uh, I'm very grateful for you walking with me and saving me from that slime. He gets down on... You're, you're pretty short, right? right? Yeah, yeah, I'm petite. Yeah, he, he gets down on him like a knee, and he like hugs you. Aww. And says thank you. Aww. And he turns the other way and walks back towards the forest. Oh, okay. Well, I wave and holler back at him, and I say, bye, Oak. Very sweet. Very wholesome. And now, you are in the new town. All right, yay, finally here. So happy. You walk uh, towards the gate, and there's two guards. And one's like, halt, stay your business. Normal routine, random check. Uh, okay. Random security check. You're one of the hundreds that were picked. Trust me. <laughs> right, yes, it's always There's random. no line to get in, it's just you. <laughs> 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 Hurry up now, you're making people wait. Do I have, like, a bag I have to hand to them or something? Uh, you have, like, a bag, but you don't have to hand it to them. You just state your business. Okay, um, check me, I guess? Ma'am, ma'am, just, why are you here? Oh. Why do you come to our town? <laughs> ma'am, could you please cooperate? There's a lot of people waiting. I don't mean people, I mean me and my buddy over there. <laughs> uh, I was just sent from the Wood Elf town over, and I'm just here to do some research? He looks at you kind of intently, and he looks at his buddy, and he looks at you. He looks at his buddy, then he looks at you and looks at his buddy, and looks at behind him, looks at you and looks at his buddy. He goes over to his buddy, whispers a few things, his buddy whispers a few things back, and then he goes back to his post. He's like, Alright, uh, if you're telling the truth, you can come right in. No funny business. Yeah, okay, great. Thank you. And they uh, open the gate, and you walk in, and you see the town now. It's... It looks big. You can't see, like, the other end of the town. It is surrounded by a wall and a moat. And there's no castle or anything. There's not, like, a king of this town or anything like that. But one of the buildings that is near you that you can read is the Mother Goose. And 
Um, there's a few other places you could go to, but it is starting to get to sundown. Took you a day to get here. I should have asked the guard about the creature thing. What am I? What am I supposed to be looking slash asking about? Uh, this um mystical being that is somewhere around here. Well, in that case, I'm going to turn back around and kind of holler at the guard and be like, Hey, do you know about any mythical beings around this town? The mayor will see you soon. Not today. Tomorrow, probably. And he goes back to his post. What? I chase after him. I'm like, hey, that's not a lot of useful information. Look, ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am. Can I call you ma'am? <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Where am I supposed to find the mayor? When am I supposed to meet him? How am I supposed to find out when I'm supposed to meet him? How am I supposed to find him? I just told you, the mayor will see you tomorrow, not today. But like, when tomorrow? Do I have to wake up early? Can I sleep in? Do I get to have breakfast first? Ma'am. Ma'am. And he looks over his friend, he's like, help me. And the friend's like, I don't know. It's all you. Uh, he's like, ma'am. All right. I don't know when he's going to see you. He's just going to meet you tomorrow. We know who you are and what you're looking for. Just sleep or something. I don't know. <laughs> do what you what elf people do. I don't know. <laughs> Just don't be going and getting yourself in trouble, all right? Oh, one last question. How do you even know who I am? Did someone like run up ahead of me or something? The the mayor will explain everything. Talk to he'll talk to you tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow. Not today. <laughs> Well, thanks for only being a little bit helpful. <laughs> ma'am, excuse me. I'm just doing my job. This is what I know. Ma'am, you need... Ma'am. Okay, I leave. I turn around. I walk away. <laughs> I say thank you. As you're, like, far away, you hear, like, in the distance, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day, ma'am. Great. So I'm going to look for um, a place to camp and uh, maybe like for some more berries or something. If there's like a, an edge of town or or a park. Oh, you're not going to go to the inn or anything? I mean, I, I'm doing what wood elves do. We know the woods, right? Also, I don't think, <laughs> so you, I, don't you, think I have any money. Town. Do I have any money? Uh, check your character sheet. Uh bottom maybe an equipment if it's not oh, gold there maybe pieces? on the back gp yeah i have 75 yeah. of them i don't know the con- wow that's a I lot i don't know the conversion rate between gold pieces and like dollars or anything so that's a lot how do i have so much uh probably back to a story or whatever or what i gave you i don't know okay well it's in your hand we'll just keep it it's your handwriting so it, rosie has like a hundred something <laughs> wow we all loaded yeah i know right <laughs> it's like, jesus how many people did you rob? <laughs> so wait, how do I get more gold pieces if I spend the ones that I have? Jobs, finding things. Maybe you'll kill a bandit and he's like, oh, God, I'm dead. And you don't incinerate the body and you could like loot his body and find some money. Uh, some people will pay you for doing things. It's like a RPG game. Okay. All right. Well, I'll stop into the inn since those seem to be the cultural hubs of towns. Uh, just at least to ask if they have somewhere I can camp. Uh, yeah, you step into the Mother Goose Inn, and there's this elvish woman uh, at the front desk. Ooh, an elf! And then behind the desk, you see a dragonborn-looking person, uh, blue scales. Looks like uh, some sort of uh, robes around her, almost as if she was a scholar. And she walks upstairs, and the elven lady sees you and says, Oh, hello! 
Can I help you? Hi. Yes, I am a wood elf from the town over, and I am waiting to see the mayor tomorrow. And I'm just wondering if you happen to know a nice, lovely place I might be able to set up a camp while I sleep the night away. Well, dang. Uh, wow. You said wood elf? Yes. Yes, I did. And that rock you got there, uh, is it just a rock? Or is it something else? Um, no, it's just a rock. I'm really weird, and, uh, it's my pet. So, like, just, you know, I'm just weird, and this is a rock that I have, and I carry it with me. Um, which is also why I'm asking this inn, not for a bed, but for a place to camp. So, like, if you know of one, that'd be so great. Yeah, you're gonna have to make a deception check for lying. Dang it. How do I do that? Oh, pr- uh, yeah, deception. Uh, you roll a d20, add your charisma modifier, and if you're proficient in it, add your proficiency bonus. Wh- what does it mean if I'm proficient in it? Oh, oh. It was a five. My charisma modifier is a one. She doesn't believe you. She, like, gives you the old good old squinty eye. Huh. Two of you in one day. Uh, interesting how you guys are really on time or something. What do you mean two of us? Two wood elves? There's another wood elf? Oh, no, 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 not wood elves. Uh, you're the people the mayor's been looking for. The mayor's looking for me? Yeah, didn't the guards tell you anything like that? I could hear ma'am all over out there. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't know that before I showed up here. My parents just told me to come on over here uh, to run an errand. And uh, then I show up and people are telling me the mayor's looking for me. I mean, isn't that weird? I think that's weird. If it were you, I think you would think it was weird. Oh, it's right? very isn't weird. It? No, 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 no. Trust it's me. Totally it's weird. weird. It's, it's totally weird. weird. Um. There's this, uh, let me, I'll explain everything, uh, or at least what I know. Um, the mayor's been acting a bit weird lately. Um, he was recently visited by this, uh, mystical lady that lives on the, uh, south of our forest. Um, she, we usually leave her alone because, uh, most people who go there either don't come back or come back and tell us not to go there. She's not evil or anything, but she came into town one day, which is unusual, and she talked to the mayor. And now the mayor says that uh, to the guards that they're looking for people to be coming into town. Um, and you are one of them by the description of a small young wood elf with a rock. That's really uh, specific. Yeah, and the rock thing just kind of gives it away since you're carrying a bowling ball <laughs> everywhere you go. Hmm, yeah, I should probably, like, craft a bag for this thing or something then. And then you're carrying a bowling ball bag. <laughs> but at least it's covered. <laughs> but now it looks like it's some rare artifact instead of a rock. <laughs> if it looks like a rock, nobody's gonna steal that. Like, oh, that crazy person just has a weird rock. Put it in a bag, it's like, ooh, is that some weird gem? Okay, well, look, all I have to do is wait until tomorrow to meet with this mayor and figure out what on earth is going on. And I'm very frugal. So like, unless your rooms are super cheap and come with dinner, I'm looking for a berry bush and a camping spot. The room is uh, 50 co- uh, silver, which is uh, for three three nights, if you're staying here for three nights. Uh, how much? 50 silver uh, is half of a gold piece. Wow. 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 Wow, I do have a lot of money. What a steal! <laughs> okay, I'll, I can do that. Does that come with dinner? Does it come with breakfast? Yeah, yeah, there's breakfast. Uh, dinner, there is no dinner, but there is breakfast. Fantastic. So, here's your room key. Thanks. 
Okay. Well, um, yeah, you, and they don't, they don't have, like, food in this, in the inn? There's no, like, uh, like a pub or bar inside the inn? Or it's just an inn? There's a, there's a pub connected to it. Uh, it's, uh, right next door. Uh, like, there's a hallway, and it goes into this pub. Um, she's like, okay, if you're looking for, uh, just some normal, there's a pub right there. Um, actually, I don't even know the name of it. <laughs> That's just me making an excuse because I haven't made a name for this pub. Okay. All right. I might also just rummage through what I brought from home and eat some of that in my room. So thank you. Uh, so I'll take my key. And she's like, all right, your room is, uh, top of the stairs, third door on the left. Great. Thanks. And I go to my room to register my pack and, uh, maybe see if it f- my rock fix- fits inside of it so people stop staring at it. Uh, you put the rock in the pack, and you feel different. I feel different? Not, not not like a bad different, but not a good different either. It's just like, huh, I feel like something's missing. Not weaker, just awkward um, once you close the pack. Hmm. Well, then I take the rock back out again. And you feel fine. I put it in the pack. And you feel awkward again. And I take it out. And you feel fine. And I put it in the pack. And you feel awkward. And now you feel high. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a buzz! Man, putting this rock in the pack, let me tell you. Well, I guess I take the rock out because that's weird. Well, I find some granola in my bag. I eat my snacks. And I go and get a beer at the pub with my rock. You go to where? To the pub to get a okay. beer with my rock. Wait, is that appropriate? I don't know if I'm old enough. <laughs> I mean, you are like 90-something. Well, then I will get a sparkling juice of some kind. <laughs> uh, you go up to the bartender, and it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a little dwarf man. Um, he is kind of round, and he's on a stool, and he walks up to the bar. He owns the bar, and he's like, what do you want? Hi, do you have any, like, uh, juices? He, like, looks at you, like, juices? Sorry. Lady, you're, ma'am, uh, lady, you're in a pub? Uh, um, I mean, you know what a pub is, right? I'm, yes, I we do. We have juice, I, I, but, like, yes, you gotta I, be more specific than juices. It's like when you walk in a restaurant, yeah, can I have some I food? Mean, yeah, no. It's like, I mean, okay, look, I am a wood elf, so we... Have and lots. I'm a I'm a I'm a mountain dwarf. What about it? Uh, uh, no, we just have lots of different juice. So I want uh-huh. to know what my choices are. Choices. Yes. What choice? Like, do you have two juices? Do you have one juice? Do you or have like pub. fifteen juices? We like, what am I? What am juices. I choosing from here? He throws a menu at your face. <laughs> 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 hey, look at <in> there. <laughs> well. Considering this is an auditory game, what is on the menu? <laughs> I pick a juice. I pick a juice. Some what kind, kind of berry juice? juice. Any juice. Just pick a juice. <laughs> this guy probably has it. Razzleberry juice with sparklingness. I wanted to sparkle. I wanted to be fizzy. He's like, Razzleberry juice with some sparkling. I got you. And he, spritzed, he, please. He like, he, <laughs> spritz. You like spit when you say spritz. <laughs> Gespritzed. Um, so he, like, gets off his stool, and his head is, like, poking up barely above the bar, and you hear rummaging, rummaging, rummaging. <laughs> he puts this, uh, 
cocktail glass, but it's not a cocktail. It's just juice uh, of a fizzy raspberry-like drink and with an umbrella and a straw in it. Very cute. Thank you so very much, sir. I will enjoy this greatly. I'm assuming you're staying at the inn next door? Yes, I yeah, am. Okay. That comes with one free drink. Oh, fantastic. Thank you very much. Per date. So. Oh, cool. That's even better. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. After he leaves, I take my rock, I slug it up onto the bar next to my drink, <laughs> and... <laughs> slug it right there. <laughs> Yeah, and I slowly slip my drink while I'm kind of like staring and contemplating my rock and kind of like playing with the moss and just kind of like hanging out with it. The bartender kind of walks over to you because you just slugged this gross looking rock <laughs> on the counter. He's like, hey, uh, lady. Uh, um, Can I help you? Yeah, that gross dirt ball you got there. Is my traveling companion, sir. Uh I don't see any signs that say anything about rocks and whether or not they're allowed here. So I'm not really sure what the problem is. It's covered in dirt and moss and this is a food establishment. What do you think the problem is? Well, then don't bring any of your food next to my rock. Well, don't bring your rock to my restaurant. You know, if you really have a big anti-rock policy, you really should be very clear about that. All right. Like, all right. with all signs. Right. I understand. It's all my fault. It is. <laughs> I have other things to deal with. Whatever. <laughs> Just clean up after yourself. Thank you. Of course I will. I'm polite then enough to do away. that. Yeah, okay. Well, I go back to staring at my rock. <laughs> That's <about laughs> all I'm interested in. Sorry, I'm eating a cookie. <laughs> I, f- I believe Era's also eating a cookie. Okay. Era's eating a cookie because she's hungry. She yeah, brought some uh, of her snacks from upstairs. Yeah, the bartender throws mm. a cookie at your head. He's like, yeah, this comes with a drink. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo>. Okay. <laughs> Make a dex check. See if you catch it. <laughs> I got a nine. Nine plus two. What is the two for? The initiative? Dexterity the bonus. Dexterity. Yes. Yeah. So 11. All right. Yeah, you catch that. Uh, you just caught it. It looks it looks kind of nice. Like, oh, dang, she cut that cookie. It didn't even crumble, <laughs> yo. Great. This makes me feel very connected to the rock. So I hug it. It hugs you back if it could. <laughs> but you feel, you feel like it's hugging you back. I feel it. This rock is my precious. All right, well... I finish my drink. I grab my rock. I wipe the counter because I'm trying to be polite. I holler and I say thank you to the bartender man. Well, no, I do this. Hold on. Uncle. Uh, he walks over to where you sat, looks, uh, see if you cleaned up by yourself. He's like, yeah, see you later. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Okay. And then I haul my rock and my mouth full of cookie uh, back to the front desk. I'm assuming it's like about bedtime now. I'm tired. Yeah, it was like sundown when you entered the t- uh, town, so it is dark out. Era just took like a jar of cookies with her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I want. Didn't even like pay for it. She just walked out with a jar of cookies, not intentionally stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> How am I walking and eating cookies when both my arms are full of a jar and a rock? Night, <laughs> 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 walk away, still eating cookies. Um. 
All right, well then I suppose I go up to my room and I go to bed.